I'm legally blind. This is the most successful podcast to come out of Okmulgee County, Oklahoma. You are now tuned in to the Hat Trick Podcast with your host, Drew D. Brain Branson. I will podcast for straight booze. And Dustin D. Crab Crabtree. You can't crack the crab. And Michael D. M. Paul. I'm ready to stop eating that spicy chicken. Interesting. Creepy pasta work. Interesting. Like, actually, if you research it, if you look it up, like, if you type it in Google, uh, Dyatlov Pass, like, down at the fucking bottom of the list is, like, creepy pasta story. I'm just yeah, like, really? should have fucking got that last week or whatever, but. Yeah, when I was uh, waiting earlier, I was, like, looking at the, uh, I just went, went to Dyatlov Pass, Google Images. It was, like, looking at the scene images, and then it'd be, like, a movie poster for a shitty-looking horror movie. Like, it's on YouTube, and I don't know if you can actually watch it or not, but, like, you know, sh- the, some of those shitty movies, like, they'll put on YouTube and yeah. fucking make them down, because nobody's yeah. watching that shit anyway. But, like, I, I almost was like, ah, I don't have, I got two hours to spare. I'm gonna watch this shit. And then I was like, nobody knows what fucking happened. Like, how can you end the fucking movie? I could do literally anything else for two hours but yeah. watch this movie. Yeah, I thought <laughs> like, about Like, I can it. make this movie. The devil's I have pass. a phone. Yeah. <laughs> It's called Don't I'm, Go There. <laughs> I'll probably end up watching it this week, but I didn't want to watch it before I did my research because then I'd be bringing in the bullshit that they put in the movie. <laughs> well, in the movie, yeah. they all ran off into the spaceship. So, just so you all know, I have no movie references for this one. <laughs> it would have been pretty great if Michael was just like, well, you know, in the movie, we're just like, Michael! <laughs> Go with it! I didn't want to run it this time. My 25 pages of research. <laughs> we, me, me and Michael... Went Both all out. outdid Drew Branson. <laughs> yeah, but if you added all my other pages from the last shit together, we're even. I mean, you're not wrong. You have a picture book. <laughs> all right, look. I don't. Fucking crime scene evidence photos <laughs> and depictions of, like, where their fucking ribs were broken. What I got right here is just some bullet points to remind the old noggin what I already learned. See, we don't have the kind of noggins you have. <laughs> I need very detailed sources. I mean, I wanted the pictures, but my computer was being dumb. It was making me drag them, and I wasn't doing that. I used most of my hotspot to download San Andreas and Manhunt on my PS4. I used mine to watch Netflix, so... <laughs> I don't have a Wi-Fi hotspot. I just have Wi-Fi. I have that, too, but it Ooh, got Ooh, I live too. in town where I can get internet service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I live at 1234 West Street. <laughs> Close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just a succession of numbers? Yeah. No. So, welcome to the show, everybody. Since we started it in the middle of our conversation. Whose phone is fucking vibrating? Michael! <laughs> Amateur podcaster. They're replying back <laughs> to the Drew's post. The post of me that you made. I did. It was all your family. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sad I, said sing- I said single man, has his own house, vehicles, and two dogs, and only your family replied You're just back. trying to get him fucking raped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His would, address is here. I would love to drain his bank your, account. Yeah, he sleeps from this time. <laughs> I almost put your snap name up, and I was like, man, better not. Might as well I put it on the podcast. True. I'll do that later. <laughs> yeah, but the people that listen to this podcast are good fucking people. Actually, this cute <laughs> girl did reply back and was like, what's his name? And I told her. She was like, yeah, my best friend's related to him. 
Callie something. I don't know her last name. She's a senior at Morse. Callie. Callie. K-A-L-I. I I am related to a Callie, my step family. That's probably what she's going with. That makes no sense because she said that her best friend is related to me. Welcome to the show, no, everybody. This is not the Kelly. Oh, God. <laughs> Kelly's the one related. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I think I seen them at Walmart yesterday. Well, get out of here, my Sorry about your As love. much as we would love to sit here and discuss Drew's love life, <laughs> we have pass. interesting shit to talk about. <laughs> I believe love had something to do with it. That is a valid point. <laughs> Anybody's fucking... We're, we're stepping... <laughs> anybody's fucking depiction of this fucking story... Can go okay. We've got fucking orbs. <laughs> your shit yetis. is wrong. <laughs> yeah, like nobody can sit here and be like, no, your theory doesn't fucking make any sense because a lot of these theories don't make any fucking sense. But there's one that's really out there. <laughs> oh, there's you know, a lot of them. Yeah. I wish that we could have had Tony for this one just so he could like read the Russian names. Yeah, he can't read our names. I know <laughs> like, that's why it would be so. Fantastic. That would be fucking great. He can't write his own. That's why he goes by Tony. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. the ant is just too fucking much. <laughs> but all right, welcome to the show. This is the Dilla <sighs> You said the hard word and made pass difficult. <laughs> so what we're talking about today? Can I just talk like that for the rest of the show. Fuck, please don't. <laughs> we're gonna go home. <laughs> we're gonna let you record this fucking rambling of. Ru- fucking Just a Russian bunch of syllables. <laughs> so you want to start this off, Drew? I guess. Set your fucking beer down. I don't want to. You know what? Let's see what the beer cap told me today. <sighs> Look short, stands tall. They knew Michael. You were fucking, they knew Michael was going to be here. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, the Dyatlov Pass incident um, occurred on February second, nineteen fifty nine. Kind of. Yeah. Um, that is the, to be honest, that is just the approximation. <laughs> yeah, mine's got January. Well, it started in January. Yeah, I think well, they found well, the they first started, their started trip. the search in February. Well, they... They started the trip in yeah. They in started the trip in, uh... January 25th January. is when it actually started. But they'd been traveling for a while. Yeah. So, it's, um... It was ten people originally, and then one of the Yuris got sick. Yeah, there's fucking... Yuri's a very common name in Russia. <laughs> there is, There's a, like four fucking Yuri's in this damn thing. So like, we ha- we have a couple of names of people that we will have to say, but uh, I couldn't read most of these names, so I didn't write them down. No, because they're fucking Russian, and we're American, so I don't feel bad. USA! USA! Yeah, fucking America, alright. And Australia, because y'all listen to us a lot. And the UK. So, just... Jerusalem. Jerusalem! <laughs> Yeah, but like, I guarantee you somebody could like chime in and be like, hey, my name is, and like fucking type it all out, fucking nice and neat. We probably wouldn't wouldn't be able to fucking pronounce some of their names. Yeah. And, you know, God, Drew, I thought I'd give you that fucking tranquilizer. (laughs) Does anybody have some Benadryl? (laughs) I got penicillin. Not on me, but. (laughs) It just carries penicillin around. Yeah, it's in my fanny pack. Let me grab it real quick. It's just like right next to my insulin. <laughs> For if my sugar gets low or I get an infection. Uh, Maddie. Yes. Okay. So. Anyways, it was nine people. <laughs> seven men, or ten total. But. Go, Drew. Yeah, go ahead and. Sorry for the technical issue. We are fucking back, and there are no dogs barking. Drew found a tw- fucking tranquilizer gun. I get it. 
Benadryl. Not really for all you fucking people that report us. Anyway, so January 25th, this group starts out, group of 10 starts out. They arrive by train in Invidale. Is that what y'all got? Invidale? We can go with I don't it. have the town names. Okay, well, they take the they take a bus from there to a place called Vishay, which, I mean, like, like we already said we're going to butcher these names, so, yeah. I mean, just kind of bear with us here. All right, now on the 26th, the truck takes them, the, it, it's like a logging community called Sediment 41, and then from there, the next day, they go, they get, they hire us, like a sled or something like that, um, to the north second mining settlement, which is abandoned, it's abandoned place. Um, now, they start out from there, um, I think it's the twenty. It's twenty eighth. Yuri Yudin. He goes back. He's you know he's got fucking. He's sick or he's got all kinds of like this pain. He's like fucked up sciatica and all this other shit. Yeah, really fucked up disease. Yeah. Um. Which in like a lot of people that drive a lot, like I fight, like I whenever I'm driving when we go on vacation like to Branson, like my like it. I don't have it, but like I see like sciatica. It's like that nerve that goes, which all you other smart people fucking know about it already. We fucking don't. <laughs> but um, the shit fucking hurts. It makes you just want to stand up. You know, if you're sitting down, it makes you want to stand up. Fucking stand up makes you want to sit down. It fucking hurts. So, needless to say, skiing into the fucking mountains was out. Yeah, like, like <laughs> if the trip had it had a you know gone its fucking regular plan, like this, probably, this guy probably would have died anyway. I mean, because <laughs> like been he the was, savior. Because like he was sick. He like he was sick too, and he had a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, you know, along with like the sciatica and stuff like that. Now, the 29th, the next day, they start, they make their way with their skis um, to the Asapaya River where they spend the night. And then the 30th, they pitch their tents on the banks of, like, that same river. So, like, they're making it, they're making, you know, a little bit of progress. And, like, the first day, they started at, like, fucking three. And yeah. the weather's getting worse and shit like that is, you know, it, it doesn't make, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Because, like, these people are really, really experienced and like you they're know, young, region. they're in their early twenties, all except for like one, I think is like thirty eight. I think yeah, he was the, the yeah. semen guy. Yeah. yeah, but they're they've been doing it since they were fucking you know fourteen, fifteen, really experienced, really young and athletic. Yeah, because they were uh, they attended the uh, polytechnical. Institute. Yeah, the yeah. Ural Polytechnic Institute, um, and so they were doing this because wasn't it like to be able to join some kind of Club. Yeah, it's like the yeah, <clears throat> like you have to get like this. It's like grade three certification. Like in going on this pass, that they're going on. Like if they complete it, they're that's what they're. I mean, they're gonna get you know this you know because they have to you know spend so much time doing this. Like you know, hike on the side or um, camp on the side of a mountain. You know, go through make you know so many you know kilometers or fucking whatever miles, whatever you want to call it. Uh, they have to like do all these things, meet all those requirements to get this certification. So, like, that's what this trip's, you know, they're, they're going after it to get that, you know, class three. Yeah, now, they didn't have to go on this mountain, you know, the one that says, don't fucking go here. Yeah, like, <laughs> like they the were name. just like, well, we're badasses, we'll we'll conquer it. <laughs> Think again, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Part of it is like, well, we're fucking Russian, we're tough. Yeah. Like, yeah. we can do this. Well, Americans I mean, been like, and they're good. Yeah, let's like, go to Everest. <laughs> like, they're, yeah. which that didn't fucking turn out so well for those bitches either. <laughs> like, that's a whole, that's, we could probably do a story about fucking those people that died on Everest, but anyway. Do that tomorrow. Um, no, um, yeah, Category 3, it's like the most difficult fucking hike or whatever you want to do it. Um, 
the route is a Category 3. <coughs> and it wasn't originally named the Dyatlov Pass either. It was... It was originally called the... Uh, it's like Kolot... Sayakul. Sayakul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't even going to try to pronounce it. <laughs> um, and they're trying to make their way up to uh, O'Torton Mountain, I think it's called. Uh-huh. O'Torton. Yeah. Which, like, that kolot, so fr- 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 fr, that, that's a word that actually translates to, like, don't go there. Yeah, yeah. like that <laughs> mountain of the dead or simply, you know, don't go there. <laughs> yeah, which is like... And the people in the town, before they started initially going up this hike or ski or whatever, said... Don't go there. Yeah, like they uh, told them you don't need to do this. Like one, one of the um, like right before Yuri Yudin had went back, he seen um, Igor Dyatlov, you know the guy that this is actually named after. Mm-hmm. He was their leader. He was talking to one of like the local people, and they were, you know, kind of it looked like Yuri Yudin in his interview later. He said it looked like he was warning him about something, but he didn't. He couldn't make out like what all the conversation yeah. was, you know. Yeah. But Igor was like, "Nah, we got it." <laughs> I mean, because there was a. Um... It was like a local tribe. It was kind of like... The Manzi tribe? Yeah, the Manzi, Manzi. tribe. Um, <coughs> who, I think, gave it the name. Yeah. Basically, which is like... Well, they had local people that that fucking died up there, too. And yeah, that's what... Ironically, a group of nine died up there, too. Yeah. So, like, you know, plus, like, and, you know, it's... It makes me wonder if Yuri went and made it ten, would they have made it? Or they might have had to turn back earlier because he was like, all right, I can't make it, guys. I need somebody to help me go back. I don't know, because, like, the pl- a fucking plane crashed and only nine people died, too, in the same, you know, region. Mm-hmm. But So maybe he'd have been the survivor. Yeah. And, like, they don't necessarily call it Dead Mountain because, like, a lot of people have died there. Um, they call it Dead Mountain for the simple fact of, like, there's nothing up there. Like, there's, if I mean, if you're stranded out there, you know, and you don't have anything... You, like you're not gonna be able to kill anything. There's no fucking game that goes. Yeah, out you're there. just like S S O L. There's Which no gonna, game except for Yetis. I'll bring <laughs> I'll bring that back up here in a little bit too. Yeah, shut up, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Yeti's the most dangerous game. I spent 25 <laughs> minutes reading on the Yeti part, and I was like, "Fuck this." Yeah, I don't. We'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't. Yes, we not will. for very long. Squeak. <laughs> so. They start out fairly late on February 1st, okay? They traveled about two and a half miles that day. They stored, um, like, extra gear, a um, little bit of extra food, like, um, their fucking mandolin, like, their guitar or whatever. Like, they yeah. stored it in this specific place, and then they kept on going just to make their packs lighter. I mean... They get it on not, the way back. No yeah, you're deal. not exactly going to want to, like, carry all this shit, you know, in this... Yeah. I mean, it's already cold. I mean, you're already carrying your big, you know, jumongous tent. Like, it takes an hour to put this tent up. Like, yeah. they used to, they tried to, they tried to see how, because it was like the tent and like their cooking station. Yeah. It's like and, what you see in an army camp. The quickest time was like 55 minutes or something, yeah. something yeah. like that. Because um, like the stove, Yuri, or not Yuri, um, Igor, you know, Dyatlov, he had like, you know, he built this like stove. I mean, it was basically to keep him warm. You know, it had the vent come out of the side and all that stuff. I mean, that way, they can make a fire inside the tent, but there's not going to be any smoke. I mean, obviously. Yeah, smoke. It's something. like a fireplace. Mm-hmm. But about 5 p.m. on February 2nd is when they were setting up camp. So. Well, they had. Yeah, because they had their lunch around 6 to 7 is what, yeah. you know, allegedly. Uh-huh. I would have a picture here. But... Well, they were able to, well, I was about to say, maybe they were able to tell that by, like, an autopsy on the body. It was their diaries. But, well, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they'd been, it'd been so long, they probably wouldn't be able to tell by that. Well, yeah, like, it, it, 
I think it has to go off the diaries because, I mean, they can tell in the autopsy report they died after, you know, six, I think it was like five to six hours after having their last meal. Uh, they don't know when they died, so, I mean, they can't exactly well, I know, rule. Well, I know when they were putting up the tent because it, I'm supposed to have a picture here. Yeah. And it, it was, they got it from the camera roll or the camera mm-hmm. film. Yeah. So. But the. Um, if they got camp set up, started at five, finished about roughly six, and they probably did eat about six fifteen, yeah. six thirty. So. But the thing is about them setting up camp, they actually got off course from a snowstorm. Yeah. And yeah. so they started setting up on the side of a mountain or like on the slope where it's like they, it wouldn't be ideal for them to set up where they were at, but they, they could only theorize why they would have done it, which is maybe they thought they didn't have time to make it back somewhere where there was more shelter or it's possibly because um, he thought, well, we're going to have to start doing this once we get higher up, so we should get some practice setting yeah. up on these conditions. And that's, that's one of the things that I read, too. It was like, okay, well, you know, this is part of the uh, part of the you know requirements of this you know certification, um, you know, camping on the side of a mountain. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. not well, as Well, we'll just knock it out here. Yeah. And, I mean, like, they're documenting all this stuff, taking pictures. I mean, I, th- I think that's why they did it. Yeah. But they did get off track from the original course they were supposed to be on, which is like... Okay, you know, every one of these guys are, these are like, all these motherfuckers are smart. Like, they've got... They're, I mean, they've skied across frozen lakes, totally uninhabited areas, just to get here to this mountain to climb it. I mean... And, like, for the simple fact of, just like, I don't think that they're retarded, is like, all these guys <laughs> have, like, all these guys are, like, really smart. Like, these guys are going to that, you know, Yuri Polytechnical <laughs> or whatever, yeah. and some of them are even graduated... Like, you've got some of them that are, like, fucking, what is it called? Majoring in, like, radioactive nuclear shit. There's engineering. Yeah. I mean, all these people that, I mean, and we'll get into that when we start talking about who the people are. But, like, these people are smart. I mean, I don't think that they're just going to be like, oh, hey, well, this is a nice wide open area. Let's just pitch our fucking tent. <laughs> I mean, like, they were very um, experienced in what they were doing. Yeah. So it wasn't their first time doing it, so they would have known. First rodeo. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, what you said this. I mean, this started in January, like later in January. This is February second when they're setting up now. Yeah. So they've made it well, like a week. Well, and also like when it started in January twenty fifth, like they're staying, like they're sometimes like they're staying indoors. I mean, they're not yeah. just out. And I mean, they haven't been out in the open this entire time. But it would be like, but yeah, me walking from my house to Oak Mulgee. Like, you know, yeah. like, I could maybe know somebody on the way and, like, hop in their house, but, like, I may also need to sleep in someone's field. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're they're making it on their own. It's not like, oh, well, we can just, like, drive back home and see how far we make it the next day. Um, But, yeah, they did have, like, stops in towns and stuff that they were able to make and stock yep. back up. So, they set up the tent, and then this is where it kind of just gets off, okay? So, sometime in the night, something goes fucking wrong something weird fucking happens and we don't know what it is I mean we'll get into the theories later on but something causes them to scatter you know they cut their way out of the tent from the inside from the inside, from the inside. and it like don't they don't try to use the door I mean well and you gotta think too like these are this is an old tent so I'm thinking instead of like you know how like we have tents like zip up it. like this shit is like roped together like I'm thinking it probably takes like a little while but at the same yeah. time like if you were if if you'd already been inside for a while and you were sleeping, it's gonna take a little while to get out of the tent. Like during the day, it you probably leave the flap open or some shit. Like yeah, that. that's what I was figuring, but it, nothing ever mentioned. Well, I mean, they had to cut their way out because they, you know. But now, when well, the people don't got what, there, wasn't the tent open? Well, the tent is like halfway collapsed, and part of it is. And then they I mean, have it's to, been three months. Then so. they've cut from the inside. 
Well, which, they find it well, the 26th. Yeah, the it, was, it hasn't been three months since they find the tent. Um, oh, that's true, yeah. But, they, but it does, before everything that has been uncovered is uncovered, it's been about three months. Yeah. Um, so, there's two people that are fairly well dressed up, and this is uh, that Simeon, uh, Zoltaref, and uh, Nikolai Trubox Brignolis. Uh-huh. Now, these people are fairly well dressed and they they want to they try to believe that the both of them stepped outside to like you know take a fucking piss or whatever yeah and then when they came back in that's where all the shit happened or they were settling in i don't we, I, mean, I don't i don't know whenever we get into the theories i'll, I'll explain exactly what i think yeah you know, happened and why i think they were dressed but and i'd like to bring up just right now since we mentioned in this semen cm and however we're gonna say his name he um He's an he, interesting fellow. Yeah, well, I mean, just no one else knew him before the trip. Hmm. Because, like, you're talking about they wanted to get this certification. He missed out on being able to go with a different group. Yeah. And so Igor was like, well, yeah, you know, like, he, I don't remember if he approached them. He, I think he approached them and was like, hey, you know, can I join in with y'all? Yeah, and, and so he comes up. But he's, like, in his 30s while well, everybody else is early 20s. He's 38. And um, they... He, they, I guess he, he, they said that he kind of joined in pretty good. He meshed well. Like you talked about them having a mandolin or whatever. Like yeah, he, he would play singing. music and yeah. be funny. Yeah. Um. So they said he was getting along with everyone, but yeah. it was just like everyone else had known each other for quite a while, but they didn't know him really until this trip. Yep. And another thing too about him, like this guy, in a time where, you know, you don't really live that long in like you know the Soviet Union yeah. as far as like being in the war. He's got, like, four fucking medals or some shit like that. Yeah, they said most people, like, if you have two, like, yeah. they're surprised you're alive. Yeah. yeah, they said the the survival percentage from that time, from, you know, when he was back in the wars or whatever, was 3%. Yeah. And yeah. So he was very fortunate. Yeah, like, the survival rate wasn't very high. And he makes it out to have fucking four medals at a time where, like, his certain heritage, they don't give medals out to that certain heritage that easy. Uh-huh. He has fucking four of them. So <laughs> yeah. this guy, he's... He's pretty fucking... Made it through all the wars and then dies in... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, highly ironic. But yeah. (laughs) Um, They they run out of the tent and basically, you know, how it ensues is they all fucking die. I mean, that's just what we'll fucking get into. Um, You guys want to jump into the deaths and we'll talk about who they are and then the theories? Yeah, I mean, like, the majority of them were kind of found fairly close like a few of them were under a tree yeah um the first because they had tried to set up a fire right yeah the, the first two did yeah so uh-huh oh, yeah. i just read something interesting i'll bring it up later <laughs> <laughs> so the first two are yuri doroshenko and yuri krevinachenko now these bring it up now. <laughs> these names motherfucking. all right so those are the two that were first found under the tree right mm-hmm. so Durashenko is found in underwear, a shirt, no shoes. Uh, Delatov was wearing his knitted vest that Yuri Yudin had gave Durashenko. So we get into the fact of like people fucking pulling clothes off people. Yeah, because like they ran off in like states of distress, like yeah, like, like the, or undress, because you know so some of them were more dressed than others, and then ones that are found later on, they took clothes off of people who prob- must have died before them, Yeah, and then they See, wore them. one thing I was thinking about that is the two underneath the tree didn't have very much clothing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, like, Igor and, uh, I think it was Zena that was over there with him, 
they were like forever away from them, and they're the, they had some of their clothes. Like, okay, I'm gonna go way over there and get your clothes, and not stay over here with you because you've got the fire. I'm gonna go back over here and die with her. What are like what what? And you know, I'll get into this a little bit deeper. What what I think? I think they were kind of like maybe all together, and you know, at, at least at, at the first time, they all kind of like ran. They might have all ran split, you know, split ways, but some uh-huh. of them. Might have like kind of joined back in together, and then yeah, when these I, two fuckers died. They tried to find the other ones. I mean, I don't. I, don't yeah, I think I can see that too. Yeah, I think that the groups that were found together died together there, and like, there's yeah. a well, you, you know, don't need your clothes no more. So I mean, there's the possibility. I never really thought about that, Michael. Like maybe those four were there, and then they had the fire, and they thought, well, here, take these extra clothes since we have the fire, and then go see if you can find everybody else farther off. And then they died. If you want yeah, to go make that it back route. to camp. Yeah. Get a light, like a lantern or something, hold it up so we can see where to go, you know? Yeah. but I can see that. Like, what... Which, I mean, in these conditions, it's like fucking 27 degrees below zero. Yeah. So, like, you know, if you don't have some kind of shelter or a fire, you're not going to fucking live. And even with that, you still might not even make it. <coughs> and Especially actually dressed with... in how you're dressed. There has to be something in that fucking tent going on around there that has to be that fucking scary that's going to make you go, no, I would rather go out there and yeah. chance it. Like... That's what. That's what's just like. What the fuck could you know? Spider. <laughs> just a spider. <laughs> Russians are badasses, but they're scared of spiders. <laughs> so the next one that was found with um, Durashenko is Yuri Krevenshenko. Now he, you know, like I said, he was found underneath the tree. Uh, he, was he was born in 1935. Yep, he was 23 whenever he died. Um, he was found in underwear, shirt, no shoes. Dubonina took his sweater. And tore the flap off his underpants to wrap her foot in, and the, this is it. Even states in, in in the record too, you know, after you know, presumably after his death, um, that was under the tree, and that wasn't that was like almost a mile before, or from where the camp was at. Yeah, was well, the tree because it's like well, we can. I'll go ahead. Well, because like they got to this tree that's like a mile away. And then, like, you find other people, like, a little bit further away from the tree. Like, they kept going. Yeah. Like, I mean, there was also, um, they could tell by looking at the tree that it looks like someone had either tried to climb up or they had climbed up. So the thought is that someone climbed up to look and see if they could see their campsite yeah. again so they could get back. Yeah. yeah. Um, so some of a, his injuries could have been caused from falling from the tree. Yeah. yeah. So. And the, um,. These two people that are found underneath the tree, like, they didn't show too much, too many signs of, like, being, you know, hit as much as the other people did. Well, well I say well, hit. Well, only, like, only three Yuri, people really have external yeah. injuries. Yuri yeah. Durashenko, his hair was burned on the right side of his head, and his left sock was burned. So, yeah. I mean, he, he, I don't know, that kind of makes me think that maybe he gave up his clothes before he died, like Drew was saying, and yeah. he was getting too close to the fire. Yeah. And, like, his ears, nose, and lips were covered in blood. And this is when they found him dead already, like, you know, a month later. Uh, his right armpit had uh, a bruise on it. Inner surface of his right shoulder, were, there were two abrasions with no bleeding in the tissues, two cuts on the skin. And uh, his fingers both had torn skin, bruised skin on the upper of both legs, and obviously had frostbite. Well, like, and, and he had a foamy gray, th- like... On his face? He had one cheek, there were foamy gray discharges from the mouth. Okay. Well, see, like, and if they do, um, they look at the tree too, and there's skin and like fragments of like, you know, their fingers and all that stuff, like in, in embedded in the tree, like yeah. they were like just trying to climb getting up the tree there really fucking quick, like something was after him. Fuck, I need firewood that bad. I'm 
gonna come up that tree too, and I'm probably <laughs> gonna get scraped up. I don't, you know, I really don't know. But it's a yeti. Doctors yeah. think that the foamy gray uh, stuff coming from his mouth was caused from something was pressing on his chest cavity. This could also be the result of a nasty fall from a tree. Nevertheless, this was aspect. This aspect was ignored in the final papers. They said his cause of death was hypothermia. Yeah, and both the people yeah. found underneath the tree, like they, they ruled b- a bunch of these hypothermia. death to hypothermia Which, when they when they did, you know. Well, it's like back then they was like, yeah, that's true. I mean, they're in a cold ass spot. But. Well, it's a really weird term that they put on the. It's like. Um, a great natural force has killed, like, yeah, yeah, it, it's an unknown compelling force, yeah, that's what it yeah. was. Um, so like, they came up with a name, and then, like, I have some stuff about that guy who came up with that name later on in his life, yeah. And like, when you think back on this, like, the fucking you know, you're just coming out of like fucking Stalin starving everybody you know, over there, like, these people do not trust their fucking government at this, you know, at this. I mean, there's some that do, I mean, fuck the survivor Yuri Yudin, I mean, he hailed fucking. Stalin. Like yeah, he, like even like just a few years ago, like they have an interview with him talking about how he liked Stalin. You know. Yeah, but like this is like our JFK is what I've heard. You know, as far as like, you know, we think there's some like there's a big fucking conspiracy in the JFK. Our biggest killing. conspiracy over here is pretty much JFK. JFK. Theirs is this. Yeah, I mean that's basically what it's getting into. But so like, because like a lot of this shit comes back weird, and especially yeah. coming like, not just like, like from what was released, it's like yeah, that's just kind of weird. Like, we'll get into the rest of it. All right. When it comes to the Yuri Kriven, the other Yuri. Krivenashenko? Yeah, like, what was weird about him, well, one funny thing I thought, I mean, I, obviously they probably used it, but he was found with swimming pants on. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, he was bruised up pretty bad everywhere, too, you know, thighs and everything, but the tip of his nose was missing when they found him, and uh, he had de-cha- detachment of the epidermis on the back of the left hand, and it says a portion of the epidermis from the right hand is found in the mouth of the of the deceased, like yeah, like he it it, it was basically like okay, I don't know if you've ever been like that cold, which I've never I never have been, but like you might be like seeing like if you can feel it yeah because oh, yeah. like they you know they found you know the piece of that piece of his knuckle mm-hmm. in his stomach. Now I don't know if it was like it says in here maybe to like quiet down a scream or. That, that's what they rule it as. I mean, he I was think of breathing it as, on his hand maybe to get it warmer. And, yeah, I mean, you you fucking do weird shit like that when you're that fucking cold. I'm guessing. Yeah. Life or death. <laughs> yeah. So the next one is that's found is Igor uh, Dyatlov. He's 23, um, very lightly dressed, no shoes. He was wearing the knitted vest that Yudin had left to Durashenko before going back. His cause of death was also listed as hypothermia. Um, Zadina uh, Kolomag- <coughs> Kolomagrova. I don't have these names. I Zaneda Komagorova. I wrote down like because they found him in groups, so I just found like this yeah. group was under a tree, then this group was further, and then <laughs> yeah. I have like I think me and him found the, the found the same page, like because yeah. we got them in the same order here. Yeah. Well, I mean, like in anywhere you go, I mean, it, it basically it's the same stuff. This is the autopsy. I mean, this we because yeah. like, I looked at when when I was researching, I looked up the autopsy pictures first. Like that's what mm-hmm. I was looking for. I don't know, I'm fucking weird, I guess. <laughs> no, I didn't and, do. <laughs> It just takes you to this site, and then it has, like, first time reading about the Atlas Pass. Click here, fucking click here. I got all the information. <laughs> yeah. So, now, she was better dressed than the pre- previously found hikers. Yeah, she was no bundled. Footwear. No underwear? She, there had was, no, she had no footwear. There was footwear. only one person who had footwear, and he only had one boot on. And it was a handmade one. I think they called it, like, a, a bursa. A burka. Burka, that's what it was. Yeah. That's what they called over there. It was actually the old man that wouldn't yeah. be there. <laughs> 
Now, Dupin, all right, so Dupinina was the, um, now she was the one that was probably like the best dressed, but, and I'll get in her, we'll get into her in just a second. Um, the next one, now, the, Igor, uh, Z- Zilladina, Zinadina, and Rustam Slobodin. Now, these are the next group that are found. Uh-huh. Uh, Rustam Slobodin, um, he was better dressed than the rest of them, you know. Uh, one felt boot, which is like a, called like a Valinka. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know a, about Russian fashion country. And that, that was on his uh, <laughs> right foot. Oh, I guess that makes two people in my bed. Most of the shit I know about is when we get to the theories. Yeah. yeah. So, that's good. That's, that's I mean, good because we're going to fucking need help with that. <laughs> now, he, his cause of death was hyper, hypothermia. But he also had a fractured skull and multiple areas of um, like abrasions on his face and his arms. So, I mean, he had... Now, they don't rule it as enough to like what would have killed him. They say it was like he would have had to have like fallen down a whole fucking bunch. Yeah, but yeah. like a lot of it can come down to like they may have already died and then say an avalanche happened and crushed them all. Well, like a the avalanche theory, which we'll get into that later. But. Yeah, and a lot of these things are easy to debunk. Just yeah. to look at the fucking pictures and like I don't even understand why the government puts out. It could have been an avalanche, because if you look at the pictures, it's not a fucking avalanche. No, yeah, they I mean, would, it's they been, been completely covered. debunked about the avalanche. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they wouldn't have been able to find any of them. Yeah, but, I mean, because, like, out of the nine, three people have major external injuries. Actually, technically two, because the one guy just has, like, really bad brain damage, but no damage to the skull. Yeah. Yeah. One dude has a... Someone has a, a fractured skull, and then that lady, yeah. you know, that is yeah, missing the lady. tongue and eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that's the next one that I'm going to fucking get into here. Now this is the neg- that's what the people that I've listed off so far. These people were found, you know, just right after the twenty sixth, or if not on the twenty sixth. Yeah, because what had happened was he had told the Yuri that stayed behind, uh, Igor Dyatlov, said that he would send a telegraph back. Yeah. Um, by around February twelfth. Yeah. And so like he gave two them, weeks. They, and they told him like, you know, it's not uncommon to be a few days off. So, like, by the 15th, he starts going, ah, there might be a problem. So, then they start well, getting a search party. And another thing, too, um, and I, this is just something that I read. I don't really know if you can put much back, because i only seen it in one spot. Everything else, is that's exactly what I heard. But um, whenever he was going back, he didn't go right where he was supposed to go. He went and, like, fucking visited a friend or yeah, some shit that, like that. Yeah, I read that. that, too. And whenever he comes back, there there's no fucking word from him or anything like that. And he's like, oh, shit. And the families are the ones that's like, hey, there's, we, we ain't heard nothing from these people. From that's what I read. Well, I read that two or three places. The way, the way I understood it was like the families are expecting to hear from them, but Yuri was the one who was really supposed to get like a direct thing. Mm-hmm. And so he brings it to the attention of like, yeah. hey, you know, this is a problem. And they're like, and oh, then, we were thinking that. <laughs> and then the families have also been saying it's a problem. And so then they all kind of get together and they're able to get a search party yeah. started. And then so February 26th is where... They, you know, they stumble upon, you know, the previously, what do we got here? Five, the pre, you know, the five that I've talked about so far. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I mean, they find, I think they find three or four the first time they go out and look. Well, the first well, they, day. They find six within the first, like, well, no, I think maybe it is no, five. Because, and um, then they found the last four, four later. The yeah. yeah. But so yeah. they find five fairly soon after starting the search. Yeah. And then. The rest of it, it takes a little bit more time because, you know, they have to let some of the snow, you know, thaw out. So, I don't, and I don't know what date that they is. They had to wait for the May fall, or May thaw is what they called it. Yeah. The before they, fall, before they found the other four. So, I mean, they started this trip in January. By February 
say, 18th, 20th or whatever, they found the first five. And then they weren't able to find the last four until May. Yeah, it was two yeah. months later after so finding the first yeah, set of yeah. people. And it's, uh, they found... They found the first two that I talked about underneath the tree. They found them that day, the 26th, when they started out. They found the next one, Igor and all them other ones. They found them the very next day on the 27th. Yeah. Which, when they found Igor, I think he was the first one they noticed it on. He had, like, reddish-brown-looking skin, is what they said. Yeah. And, I mean, he wasn't the only one. I think there was, like, three or four that were like that. Not all of them. Not all nine of them looked brownish, is what they're calling it, but... So they, I, they they didn't really know what caused that, and there's a theory on that too. But. Yeah, and there's a funny thing about this too, and I'm gonna re, I'm gonna list off the rest of these names, but I'm gonna say something about it because it, it's kind of weird, and it, it, it this will tie into some of the theories too. If I mean, if you want to go down that one particular rabbit hole, but anyway, um, the next one that's found, they find this like ravine, and it's been you know kind of like man-made. Uh-huh. Um, it's dug out pretty well, and there's actually like cedar branches placed at the bottom of it, because like I said, I mean, you know, you have to get some way out of the out of the wind, you know, you, you might be able to deal with the cold, but the wind is what, it, that, it's going to hurt you too. It's like the bed of your truck, it's just going to, the wind just blows over the top of your truck, goes down in there. Yeah. So, Get they ready. find uh, Ludomita, Ludomila Dubonina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> um, her foot was wrapped in a piece of uh, Krebenashenko's underpants, and he was... And she was wearing a Kremnitschenko's brown sweater that tested radioactive. Yeah. So this one gets a little Geiger counter. You know what I mean? This one mm-hmm. gets a beep on that. Now she had major. <laughs> she had major chest fractures, missing her tongue, her eyes, and part of her lips, as well as the facial tissue and a fragment of her skull bone. Tongue was removed while she was still alive. Yeah, and they were able to tell that because she'd had blood. And you could was, tell where she had bled, where it was like she wouldn't have done it that way if she had been dead when this, the tongue was removed. Also in her stomach, there yeah, was the coagulated blood. In yeah, yeah that's what that's what I read that, that that told them that she was alive because it was still in there. Yeah, I mean, but it was pretty. Like, have you? It's have, kind of hard to explain the, that one. Have you seen the autopsy picture of her? I, I don't know because I looked at a bunch of them earlier before that I got will home. ruin your fucking day, man. <laughs> like that one looks fucking sad. Yeah. Like. When they bring her in, like, her fucking feet, her knees are bent, and she's, like, kneeled up, and her hands are, you know, right in front of her chest. Like, she looks like she was... Scared? No, I... Scared, too, but, like, you know, like, when you're fucking... If you can just imagine the coldest you've ever fucking been before, I take off all your fucking clothes and go stand outside. You know what I mean? Like, you're that, like... I mean, like, that time you jumped into my bush in our worst winter we had? Yeah. Just your underwear? Yep. Yeah, like that for like, two dollars because he would do anything for a pack of gum. Man, <laughs> anything rebel. When he started dipping, it went up to five dollars. Yeah, so like the, like this like so at the age of five, <laughs> <laughs> like that one will fucking it, that picture will wreck you. I mean, I've got it in here somewhere, and I'll fucking pass it around and show you, motherfuckers. But um, the next one is uh, they're all kind of like in this area, and like in by this ravine, and uh, there's like some of their clothes are like taken off. And put on the branches like on the pine tree, um, and that goes into it. You know. Oh, we're gonna talk bit. about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's that is where I'm gonna shine in this episode because that's what I actually fucking look. That's at. what he cared about. <laughs> like that helps out a lot too because like if we can come in on the fucking like this is the evidence details and you can and come in on like the, this is the fucking theories like that's gonna help. I've out. only got like right. two or three theories that I really give a shit about. So. Well, well, I'm going to talk about ones I even don't give a shit about, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll debate them with you, but <laughs> um, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> the next one is uh, Simon 
uh, Zolotarov. You know, that, that's the fucking army brat, whatever you want to call him. This is the guy that's, you know, the older guy that's got all the medals from the war. Um, he was wearing Dubonina's fox fur coat and hat. He had a camera around his neck. Which was his, so, like, secret camera. Yeah, because... Yuri, when he talked about it, he said that there was only four cameras all of them that, were found in the tent. that he knew about that were in the group total. Yeah, well, and they were all accounted for in the tent when they found everything, you know. Well, I think they and, also had a list of stuff they had. And yeah, like, they, four cameras was on the list. Yeah, they so, like, there's paper the diaries. to prove that, mm-hmm. like... And, but they have a picture of him with a fancy camera that they didn't even know anything about hanging around his neck. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know where that came from. Like, why Why didn't he tell, tell us well, he had it? I mean, it like, and... who's to fucking say that, like, they didn't make that list before he got there? Which and is he true, had it yeah. in his pack and, like, oh, hey, I've got a fucking camera, too. I mean, like, it is fucking well, no, weird. No, no. He said, Yuri said that one of the four cameras that were in the tent was his camera. So he's like, I don't know where that one came from or why he didn't say that one, hmm. say he had that one. That is weird. Because yeah. one of the four was his. That is weird. I kind of have a theory I was working on about, like, yeah, I mean, why he had a secret camera. But, yeah. like, I, I think it's actually not really what you're thinking. Like, it, not I mean, I was just why like, he had it. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just my own speculation. Like, it's not something I read. Well, I bet mine. Um, he had major uh, chest fractures, five broken ribs, and his eyeballs were missing. Um, he died. I mean, <laughs> my note. Oh, you out, don't say? My notes out here have, like, a. A death skull, like to the side of it, to like list if they died or not, and it's just like I don't know why the why they did it. I don't know why they did it. Like all, all these fucking people died. Oh, well, Yuri didn't. They don't list him in the death count. Yeah. Like he's not in the death lineup. <laughs> but it's, the legend says proceed with caution. Graphic crime scene photos, eighteen or above. So that might be fucking why. I don't know. But there's not a link to look at the pictures from this website, from this part of the website. But anyway. From this piece of paper in my lap. <laughs> there's not a link for me to click. Well, like, wouldn't... Why when won't you show me the graphic stuff? <laughs> when you're on the website, like, there's not a list. Like, you can't click the skull and be like, oh, look, these are the fucking pictures. You have to go to a different part of the website. <laughs> Back to semen. Um, one thing I will say about... Everyone's favorite guy. <laughs> well, that's not his fucking name. Do you, is that yeah, his, it's not his real name. That's the one he gave him. I'll, I'll let you tell that part in a minute, but he is the only one who had like a, you know that the fractured skulls. They said that there was no, like it seemed internal because it didn't look like they got hit with anything. Well, he's the only one who had an open wound on the right side of his skull, like like somebody bashed him in with a bat or something. Yeah, and yeah. I think um, I want to say it was like I, I want to say it was Dubonina. She had like a imprint of like on her ribs that yeah. she got hit with a baton. Oh yeah, like, yeah. And she had, let me see how many, I can't, I don't know how many ribs she had fucking broken. What was her I name? I thought you were going to be like, I don't know how many ribs she name? had. What was her name? Dubonina. I can tell you. Tell, tell me, Michael, how many ribs did Dubonina have? <laughs> Dubonina? I'm pretty sure she had all the fucking ribs. Uh, <laughs> I believe she had one more than me. Ribs number two, three, four, and five are broken on the right side. Uh, two fracture lines are visible, and ribs two, three, four, five, six, and seven are broken on the left side. Two fracture lines are vi- visible. Okay, so, but yeah, she's so she's the one that had the imprint of a baton on one of her on one side of her body, um, indicating that might have been what broke her ribs. I mean, I don't, I don't fucking go down that rabbit hole if you want to. Um, Since when did they start giving Yetis batons? <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is uh, Alexander Kolovatov. Uh, he was twenty four. I. Sh- Fucked up and say some of the ages, but I'll get into that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on like a brief little backstory on all these motherfuckers. 
Here in a second. Um, the waistband of his sweater and the lower part of his tra- trousers tested radioactive. Um, he died of hypothermia, exposed skull bones, and a broken... Well, he died of hypothermia, but he had exposed skull bones and a broken nose. Um, Nikolai T. Bokes, freaking Brignoles. Yeah, that, one, that one's a mouthful. Brignoles. Um, yeah. Like Zoltarov, he was better clothed than the rest of the members of the group. Uh, on his feet, he um, had like a hand-knitted <laughs> pair of socks. Um, Let's throw a sad face in here. He promised his mother that, that this would be his last hiking trip. Well, that's sad as shit. <laughs> well, uh, Simon Zoltarov died on his birthday, so that's pretty sad, dude. <laughs> uh, and one of these guys died like three days before their birthday or something like that. But um, Brignoli's, he died. He had major skull damage, multiple fractures on the side of his skull that would have made him unable to move. Yeah. So like the the people that have like this excessive in, these excessive injuries like these guys are getting fucked up like the guys that are close to the tent they're not they died of hypothermia these people that went farther on I don't know if like it's it's so dark and you're just like running and you trip and fall yeah. and then like the other I don't people think that's gonna trip cause and fall stuff, over though. you like that's only that's only like if there isn't any foul play I don't understand like they would have had to just fucking Falling and I can't get up like seven fucking times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because like onto a now, baton, I mean, apparently. being as cold as it was, your body is more prone, fragile me. than oh. it normally is. I, so, I mean, the injuries you can get from like falling, hitting your elbow on a rock or something, it's going to be more excessive. Oh. I didn't know that. Well, but, so your bones get too cold and they shatter like glass. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's like taking a piece of ice. I mean, to me, like, the thought is the ones that have the really bad injuries are in that ravine. Yeah. So, like, you also have to remember they weren't found for two extra months. Yeah. So, Maybe I wonder they did which, it rain but, rocks on them while they were laying out there. But the same well, thing with the lady, like, she didn't die before her tongue was out. Yeah. yeah. So... That wasn't like, this like is critters why, ate her. No, I mean stuff. this is nineteen thirties doctors saying this. But, well, nineteen fifties, but well, yeah, like, I forgot they were born in the thirties. It, it's fucking weird, and like this is why it gets so. This is why it's interesting because like there, you can't. You have to take off your logic cap, all right? Because like, <laughs> there's no fucking logic to this. This this girl died. She had her tongue removed while she was still alive. These other motherfuckers got fucked up, and we don't know what did it. Like that's what did. Yeah, it makes me shake. And then, I, mean, I I had the crazy, ridiculous idea of maybe like, okay, she's the weakest link. We're hungry. <laughs> well, yeah, funny thing about but, it. Well, and I also had, thought that maybe she ate her own, like swallowed it on accident or something. But they didn't find it in her stomach with the blood. So yeah, because they like they, fuck, you know, she could they could have lived longer. She could have shat it out. I don't know. But like when you go, but what debunks that is like you can go back to the autopsy report and there's like their food's still in their system. Well, that's what yeah, I was about to say. True. Like they only made it five or six hours yeah. after lunch that night, so like they weren't starving. They didn't attack her to take her fucking tongue and mm-hmm. eat it. Like they all died around the same time. Yeah, yeah. Because and... if if the sun would have come back up and they were still alive, they'd have made it back to camp. But my thing, maybe maybe they did. But what was that camp that made them leave camp? <laughs> Like maybe they didn't want to go back. Yeah, I mean, I, I think when like they I, they didn't. First of all, I don't think they made it to the sun came up, which I mean I don't no, think I don't either either. one of the, any of us do. But like, 
even if they would have made it till the sun came up, like there was something that chased you out of there in the middle of the fucking night in no fucking shoes, socks, fucking coat for that matter. Cut your tent up to get out. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that you're, after a little while, like, okay, maybe let's just climb up in that tree and just see if we can see it and see if whatever it is is still over there. Yeah. But when you get into the theories, I mean, you can kind of just rule all that out. They didn't, I don't think the thought of like, okay, now we should probably go back to the tent ever crossed their mind. I mean, I think they were just kind of upstream without a paddle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that kind of, that that list right there kind of gives you like, okay, now we notice how they died and all this shit right, right there. So, you got anything else y'all want to get into before I just start talking about these people for just a second? Uh, no, nothing I can think of. Are your fucking uh, dogs barking again? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I think I need to take a break and go yeah, they're just put them outside. Because you know I, I can could, hear them. Like, I could use vaguely. a bathroom break. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, let's take a So, quick we'll be break. back in a little bit with more of the details. This may get cut out. It may not. Hey everybody, um, this episode ran actually really long, and we're starting to work on trying to do uh, longer episodes so we can have like parts ones and parts twos, or just, you know, if that doesn't happen, we'll probably start picking out two topics if they're the first one's a shorter topic. So, I hope you liked the first half of the Diotloff Pass episode. The second half, we're going to go back over very briefly all the names of the people and kind of their backgrounds. And then we're going to just go all into the theories about it. So, we hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, you know, you can get us on our social media. Uh, we also have a Patreon now, if you would like to go on and subscribe to that. If you donate a um, dollar or more, you get access to our exclusive episodes, which will be... Um, we're going to release the first one here pretty soon. So we'll let y'all know when we do that. That way you don't subscribe and we don't have any extra content to access at the time. But uh, with that being said, uh, come back for us next week for the conclusion of the Outlaw Pass. <laughs>